It is time for your favorite Android podcast from the crew of blindandroidusers.com. Kick back and enjoy another fine episode from these Google fanboys as they navigate Android from a blindness perspective. And now, here are your hosts. Hello and welcome to episode 40 of the Blind Android Users podcast. I'm Ed Green and I'm joined this evening by my co-hosts Warren Carr, Austin Pinto and Doug Cameron. And we're recording this episode on the 11th of September, 2021. It's a busy show for you this week. Lots of content. We have the usual announcement section from Austin. Our must-have apps section this week is all about text editors. We then turn to our app of the week, and it's a continuation from last week's episode where we spoke to Cleb from Voxmate, and I'll be demonstrating the Voxmate app in some detail to give you a feel of what it does and how it operates. We'll then have the next in our CSR series from Mariam. We have um, uh, talkback highlights then from Warren. We have a tip of the week from Karine Kuan about dual audio on Samsung devices. And I'm delighted to say that we're joined for his Android journey this week by Bilal Majid from the UK. Hey, folks, how are we all doing? Austin, what's going on? I'm doing good. Mumbai's back and it's a nice raining. I'm very happy today because it's a small milestone, episode 40. And I'm also happy today because we have driven our former masters out of their own homes in the old test match. Ah, the cricket. But unfortunately, there was a tale of cowardice and avarice in Manchester, wasn't there? Where despite having no COVID cases among the playing staff, Virat the chicken, decided that they couldn't possibly play, not least because they had millions of dollars to go and earn in the IPL. At least, though, chickens will come home to roost if you play it next year. Did they actually drive the master out of his house? Uh, India won, but Virat knew they would lose in Manchester because he's already thrown away one lead. He's no Rahane when it comes to captaincy. So Virat, insecure chicken, uh, decided that even though they had no COVID cases, they would uh, they would not play because uh, they want to go earn millions of dollars. But luckily, when they play next year, India will have had no prep and all our fast bowlers will be fit. And we'll oh, yeah. Well, at least they, they drove you out of the house. I think that's all that matters, right? Wow. You know, you, you know what I mean. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with you? Was there in Washington? You know, yesterday we were literally in a pea soup. Um, it was just also rainy and uh, we were like maybe 56 degrees for the high. And we actually thought about turning on the heat because it was cold. And I'm glad, you know, today we're kind of bounced back up and, uh, nice weather today so really nice uh fallish feel out here we love it and cameron douglas north of the 49th yeah i'm not too too bad got a lot of yard work to do today (laughs) gotta be done nice weather and bilal hi how are you i'm good i just had my lunch um my wife made me some pizza on toast melted cheese and sweet corn very nice and uh, uh, just had some seven up to go. Weather's nice here. Good, good, good. What announcements have you got for us, Austin? 
save us from ourselves so this week the announcements are very happy announcements we have crossed 20000 plays on a podcast we have reached episode 40 and are just 10 episodes away from episode 50 and we are very happy and very proud to welcome our second sponsor of the show that is gravity forms which if you have a wordpress website they are an excellent form builder and they have lots of other components and plugins that you can use to enhance the accessibility and also protect your forms with uh, captcha in an accessible way so we welcome gravity forms thanks very much austin and i think just before we move off the announcement section we're going to just touch on android beta 5 which launched earlier in the week warren do you want to tell us about that so he's talking about android 12 beta 5 and not so much happened but we got a couple or maybe three things that google just sneaked in there now you can do a system wide search and the only thing i don't like about that is you have to go to the app store in order to find that system wide search or else i think it's a nice implementation i hope that maybe they kind of replace the search on the um, on the dock with this one so one does not need to go into the app store in order to make that system wide search in other words you go to the uh, app store and you can search for anything on your phone it's going to be the first results that's going to be searched for is locally on your phone and then of course if you want to search on the web then there's a google search below that so it's a nice implementation that google has done and i like that i really like android 12 and what they have done so I think that's it for Android 12 beta 5 and I think there was another thing though but I'm that I'm missing. Oh, by the way, I think what it is is that now in your menu, so if you swipe down, you go to like the power menu. Now we have something in there called the lockdown. The lockdown however is not locking you down from covid or anything like that, but if you tap on that lockdown, it locks your phone so that if you use a phone that has a fingerprint reader it's not even going to unlock the phone or for instance yeah. if i use my pixel 4 that has a face unlock it's not going to unlock the phone so you can only unlock it with your pin so that's a good thing you can if you plan on putting your phone down somewhere you want to tap on that lockdown and have it locked down and then now we also have that home control that google removed i think in beta 3 or beta 4 i think it's beta 3 that feature is now back another thing that i want to talk about here though is not related to android 12 has to do with the little tweak to the google assistant in other words when you go into your google assistant you tap on the menu and you go tap on things like the um voice match and then the personal results you're going to see two tabs in those places there's a, this phone on the left and then are the devices on the right those are the two tabs that you will find in either the voice match or the personal results interestingly though when you go to that personal results the tab uh, changes from this phone to your phone let me show you what i'm talking about i'm going to find the voice search on my voice search phone here weather I'm just doing that to bring up the Google uh, Assistant. So I'm going to tap on the Assistant menu on the top. We're going to find where it says Assistant menu. 
Google Assistant menu button. Assistant settings. Now I scroll down and I'm going to find and tab on that uh, voice match. Languages, voice match. Teach your assistant the record. Assistant. We are now in the voice match area. And just about a couple inches from the top of the phone in the middle, we find these two tabs that I'm talking about. One says uh, this phone, and that's the one on the left. And then the other one says other devices. Let me show you those things. And by default, the one that's selected is the this phone tab. This phone tab selected one of two. And that's this phone. And I don't want to trigger the devices in my house, but it has all the stuff having to do with that magic word and all of that. Now, on the right side, if I move my finger to the right, we have the one that says other devices. Other devices, tab, two of two. And if I tap here on that other devices. Other devices, selected. Basically, what that has is having to do with any devices that I have, be they the Chromecasts or the um, Google speakers and all of that Nest devices and things like that. So if I put my finger down here. Home, three devices and list. I got three devices in the Chromecast home. And list. There's Chromecast. So in other words, you can go in here and manage the sensitivities of these different devices and things like that. Now I'll go back and let's go down to Assistant. the one that says Personal results. Languages, lock screen, personal results, get info and suggestions specific to you. Assistant settings. Again, tapping on the personal results, as I indicated earlier, near the top, a couple of inches from the top in the middle, you're going to find the two tabs. And instead of this phone on the left, this time we're going to hear your phone on the left and then other devices tab on the right. I'll show you what I'm talking about. Your phone, tab, selected, one of two, and list, two items. And everything below that has to do with my phone because that's the one that's selected by default. So things like... Personal suggestions on lock screen before you ask. See helpful info and suggest on headphones. Here, product, see personalized suggestions and action. You get the drift. And now on the right side, we have the tab that says other devices. Other devices, tab, other devices, selected. Tapping on that, here's what we got. Home, three devices, and Chromecast, off, and list, the cat, on, XDR60, turn off personal results. So you're seeing the devices in my house, like my TVs and Chromecasts. Of course, I give them names, funny names and things like that. But that's the gist about the little new tweak that Google has on the Google Assistant. This is not something that's coming via the Google Assistant update. Rather, this is going to be something that rolls out on the server side of things. So look forward to seeing that on your Googly things when it hits your assistant. That's all I can say about Android 12 Beta 5. Do you remember that song from Kanye West? Keep your love not down. Remember that song? Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the yeah. end. <laughs> And last but not the least, finally, they have fixed autocomplete. So that has been fixed. Yes, yes that has made me so That's happy. a huge one. Yes, thank you. Because <laughs> I know Doug and I were kind of very angry about that because, gosh, my goodness, why that was, I never would have known why, you know, but it's back and our beautiful autofill is now back. That's a good thing. And what happens from now, Warren, we've had 
uh, Android 12 beta 5. Is that it? Is Android 12 coming next? We're getting beta 6. What do you expect? This is the last beta. And unless, of course, Google surprises us by giving us uh, beta 5.1, but or else this is the last one. The next one is going to be the final public release of Android 12. And you know, I think we're going to get, I think we're going to get an Android 12.1 release. Yeah, yeah. We, we, there's some works in, you know, for Android 12.1. Uh, but I think as of the betas before the public release of Android 12, this is the final beta. And this, of course, they do uh, Android 12 beta 5.1, like we had beta 4.1. But uh, I doubt I doubt it very much. And my gut feeling is that we probably see the final release of Android 12 uh, maybe at, at the end of this month or early, early next month. And will they tie it to the Pixel 6 or will they be completely independent of each other? No, the Pixel 6 has to come out rocking the Android 12. So definitely uh, the Pixel 6 is going to come out rocking Android 12. And that's why all the rumor views are pointing to October the 19th for the announcement of the Pixel 6. We'll see what happens. And will they push 12 to the to, to the 5s and the other eligible devices, or will the 12 only hit on Pixel 6 release day? Every phone that qualifies, every phone that has been running uh, Android 12 will automatically get that thing pushed out to them. And... Uh, yeah, I know, I know that. What, what I'm saying is, will they wait for the Pixel 6 release day for that to happen? Or will no, the, the, no, no, the, if, they'll, they'll get they, it earlier. No, if they announce, if they roll out the Pixel, Pixel, if they roll out Android 12 at the end of this month, for example, or early next month, then these other phones that already are rocking the beta will automatically get that uh, push out. Yeah, that makes sense. And just another point for our listeners if you have a OnePlus 7, OnePlus 70 or the OnePlus 8 series phone, there is a custom ROM available. You can enjoy Android 12 Beta 5. Excellent. Uh, that's, that's good news. So uh, do, do you check those out? Those are on XDA, are they, Austin? Yeah, they're on XDA. Yeah, so head over there and, and have a look. Now we turn to our must-have apps section for this week, and it's all about text editors and how best to edit text on Android, uh, which programs are best for that. Not, not so much some of the tips and tricks with TalkBack and CSR, which is covered in previous episodes, but, but which apps are best at accomplishing your text editing needs. And, and it's interesting the way these segments fall. Uh, uh, after we decided to do this, I've seen a couple of queries on a different, uh, different email lists about this. Warren, do you want to kick us off? Text editors are a very good way for us to do our text input, right? So you want to write something down or something of the sort. Of course, you need something you can write with. And I tell you what, there's a plethora of those things, and it all depends on the person and what your needs are. And that will determine as to which of the text editors that you're going to choose to make as your default. I've been playing with a few of those. And frankly, there's a bunch of those things. I think what comes to mind, things like... Google Keep Notes, and we have uh, Simple Notes, of course, just a name suggests Simple Notes is a good editor. And then, of course, we have the Bundle Notes. And uh, if you are visual or you have some site, 
you want to color your notes and give them different colors and things like that. Bundle notes probably is one of those that you should look into. And they've been there. I think they were even there before Google Keep Notes uh, came along. So they had no, uh, you know, Johnny, Johnny, just come kind of thing. They've been there for quite a spell. But then I have this one that I really like, and I think it's free, and uh, it's called Notepad Free, just the name suggested too. So it's a good one. I've played with it, and I'm going to be demonstrating that, and you should take a listen to it. In keeping with our theme of text editors, I will be demonstrating an app called Notepad Free. Notepad Free. Notepad Free. Open navigation drawer button. When you launch Notepad Free, we are told that we're sitting on a button that says Open Navigation Drawer that is found on the top left corner of the phone. Now, to the right of that, we're going right from there. And to the right of that, we find this text that says, Hi, how are you? Tap to open. Last edited. That's a note from the developer of the app. Now, going to the right from here, we have three buttons, and these buttons are... Search. Search. Sort. Sort. More options. Button. And more options. Now, at the very bottom right corner of the phone is a very important button, and that button is the New Note button. Let me now put my finger down and go find that New Note. New Note button. That's our new note button. Let's go back up now and look at those other four buttons at the top. We'll start on the top left corner, and that's with the one that says that open navigation drawer. Notepad open navigation drawer. Menu. Tapping on open navigation drawer, here are the items that we find. I'm not going to go into each and every one of these, but you know that they are here so you can look at them. Here are the items that we find upon tapping on the open navigation drawer. Notes. We have notes. Categories. Categories. Edit categories. Edit those categories. Backup. Backup. Trash. Trash. Settings. Settings. Reddit. Help. Help. Privacy policy. And privacy policy. Let's go back up now into settings because that's probably the most important one that we would like to look at. Trash. Trash settings. Notepad free. Navigate up button. Tapping on settings takes us to the following items. Theme. Changes color theme of visible elements. Enlisted. Here you can tap and change it to either dark or light. By default, it's light color. And below that we have password settings. Password settings. You can go in here and create a password to open your notes or protect your notes with a password. The next item. Note list. The note list. You can go in here and see a list of notes that you have. The next item. Note editing. Note editing. You can go in here and customize how you go about your note editing. Let's take a quick look, just for a giggle, shall we? Tapping on note editing, here are the things that we find. Show note keyboard. Show keyboard after entering the note screen. Switch on and lift. Cursor position in the note. Cursor position after opening the note with keyboard visible. Showing. 
Okay. Switch save and undo buttons. Switch is the save and undo buttons placement. Switch off. Switch save and undo. Save notes automatically. Changes and notes are saved automatically. Disabling it may cause losing unsaved parts of notes. Switch up. Confirm dropping unsaved changes. Asks for confirmation before closing a note with unsaved changes. Switch up. Open notes in red mode. Open notes in red mode by default. Switch off. Keep screen on. Keeps the screen from turning off after opening a note. Switch off. Disable text autocomplete. Disables phone keyboards autocomplete feature. May cause side effects. For example, disabling starting sentences with a capital letter. Recommended solution is to disable autocompletion directly in the phone keyboard settings. Switch off. Draw lines in background. Draws lines behind text in the background. Switch off. Draw line numbers. Displays the line number next to a line. Clickable links. Clicking a link in a note will open it in an external app. Switch off. And that's the last one. Um, you could choose to include lines on there if you want, but for me as a blind person, I probably wouldn't have that line drawing. All right, now I'm going to go back. I am now back in the menu eye, and the next button we want to look at near the top right corner will be the more options. More options, but pop-up window, select all notes and list. You can select all notes. Import text files. Import text file. That means if you tap here, you can go choose a text that you want to import and work on. That's something stored on your phone. Export notes to text files. Or you can export your notes to a text file. That's what we find in the more options. I'm going to go back. Now let's go to the bottom right and tap on that new note button. New note button. Showing English, US, QWERTY, keyboard, notepad free, enter title, edit box, editing. Upon tapping on new note, it actually places us right in the title bar and it is editing and it is telling us to give it a title. So now I'll just say notepad free. Voice input. Notepad free. Next. Enter text, edit box, editing, showing English, US, I tapped on next. Now I'll go touch the title bar area to see if it got what I dictated for my title. Notepad free, edit box, enter title. There's my title saying notepad free. Since my active cursor is now in the body of the note, I will simply go ahead and do a little typing. Of course, I'm going to do voice dictation. This is using the little app that I just found, period, new paragraph. I hope that this is going to turn out just the way that we want it, period, new paragraph. The most important thing here, comma, is to make sure that this app is accessible, period, new paragraph. So far, comma, so good, exclamation mark, new paragraph. This now concludes our testing of the little notepad-free period. Now I'll put my finger down and see what I dictated came out right. This is using the little app that I just found. I hope that this is going to turn out just the way that we wanted. The most important thing here is to make sure that this app is accessible. So far, so good. This now concludes our testing of the little notepad-free edit box, editing, enter text. So there is our text that I just dictated. And as you can see, it is very accessible. Now that I have dictated some text, 
Let's now see if we have any new buttons that got introduced as a result of typing in a text. Here are the items that we find. I'm going to start from the top left corner and go right from there. Navigate up button. There's that navigate up. Notepad free. Edit box. Enter title. And then that's my title. Now I'm going right from there. Save. There's a save. And right of that. Undo. Undo. Right of that. More options. Button. More options. Let's tap on more options and see what options appear now that we have text. Keyboard hidden. Pop-up window. Redo. We got redo. Undo all. Undo all. Share. Share. Delete. Delete. Print. Print. Export to a text file. Categorize. Switch to read mode. Back. Button. Out of list. And back. And that has been Notepad free. As you can see, it is totally accessible. Uh, thanks for that demo, Warren. And um, I, th I think a couple of the other ones you mentioned, bundle notes, you said was good if you want to color code your notes. But, but the other two, text notes and simple notes, what, 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 what do they do? Are they, are they, broadly speaking, the same? They're basically the same thing. Um, you know, simple notes is just an, the guys that do the simple apps. You know, you've got the simple dialer, simple... Um, calendar and I actually like their apps because they're accessible and they're very simple basic so if you don't want any complications and all that you know complex going on then these are uh, apps you should be getting from these guys I just need to see what their um, username is on the play store but they, they go by the simple stuff and Google Keep Notes, I think, I think, I think various, uh, you know, that that'll be a fairly familiar app to to, to a lot of people. Google Keeps are, are good, simple apps. Uh, Austin, do you use text editors on Android? Yeah, I use Google Keep app for text editors. If I want to edit something simple or want to make some notes, but if I want to edit a professional document, I don't edit much on Android. But I use the MS Word because I have three sixty five. Office 365, so I got it with that. And, and and is that all bundled up into an Office suite on Android now, isn't it? You've sort of got to you download it and then go and choose Word from that. Do you? Is that how that's working now? Yeah, you get Word, PowerPoint, Excel. They're separate apps still. And do they work well with Android? Yeah, they work well. A little inaccessible, but they work okay. And, you know, some of these things, I think, um, you know, one wants it to be able to sync with other devices and things like that. So, like I said, you know, it depends on the need of the person. I think that Google Keep Notes is probably one of the best ones out there when it comes to uh, syncing with your other devices. Now, uh, the uh, one I just talked about, the um, uh, Notepad Free, however, you can sync it with some of your cloud storages as well. So, it's a good thing. Dog, you use any? Uh, I actually which, which generally. One is your favorite? I'll actually bounce between um, OneNote and Google Keep. Depending on what I need, will depend on which, basically, which app I'll pull up. So if I needed to say sync over to all my computers, I'll just do it in Google Keep. If I'm just needing it on my phone, I'll just throw it up into OneDrive because I don't sync anywhere. So. 
text editing on the phone, I just find to, just in general to be really clunky. So I keep it short. <laughs> yeah. So the whole idea is just to be able to take a quick note and things like that. And, uh, uh, for me, I think it just comes in handy when you need something, you meet someone, you want to write a little thing about them or whatever. I, I always pull out my phone and take down those notes and things like that. And of course, you can do, you know, voice recording if that's what you want, you know, voice notes. And that's what comes in handy as well. So um, I know that Google Keep does have that. And I don't think that the uh, one I just demonstrated has that. I didn't see that anywhere. But, of course, uh, maybe something one could request, but I didn't see that. Lau, do you do much text editing on your phone, or is that not is that not what you tend to use your phone for? Google Keep Notes, I use Apple Notes, I use a notepad on my laptop. Um, if, I want to, if I want to type a note on my phone, I just use Ask Google Assistant, and she... Uh, or he uh, types in. Apple Notes sounds rather naughty. Does that exist on Android, or do you have a confession to make about second devices that you might own? I use all three. I use Windows, iOS, and Android. <laughs> oh, so you have a confession uh, to make. Ed, shall, he come to, shall, shall we have Bilal <laughs> come to confession time? You know, <laughs> I think he needs to. I think we need an intervention, don't we? We need a little an bit of cleansing. <laughs> there's, no, there's no harm with using using um, three OSs. <laughs> uh, but I think you need to oh, come to confession dear. time. <laughs> um, I, have, I, have an, I have an iPad. I have an iPhone. I have a, a Google Pixel, and I have a, a Microsoft Surface. I have a Samsung, uh, what do I have? A Dell. I have a Dell desktop. I have um, an Acer, Asus. It's got loads. Oh, yeah, well, no, we're yeah, all right. But, but we're see, all right with Sammys and Dells and Asuses. It's the, it's the <laughs> other one. But see, what I do is that I hide my eye devices, Fruitvale devices, under the bed. That's okay. where they belong. Okay. Uh, they're the skeletons in your cupboard, aren't they? But I don't need to come to confession because I don't pull them out. No, exactly. <laughs> at, college, at college, we used to do some, uh, I learned how to do some um, HTML editing, notepad. Uh, that was fun as well, doing a website. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, have any of you played with Docs much on Android? As in Google Docs? <laughs> A Google Docs? Yeah. To, to Google, Docs. Google Docs works well, and so does the Microsoft Word. And so I play with those. The one that doesn't work for me is the uh, the one from those guys that have Aquamail. What is it? Moby Systems? I don't remember. Yeah, Moby Systems do Aquamail. I don't know what their text editor is. Though. Yeah, this Office something. Yeah, yeah. I, have, I bought the Pro just to see where it's going, but nah, no go. Google Docs navigation for you on Android seems to be a bit odd. And it might just be it's not behaving quite as I expect it. But whenever I've tried to navigate a document, the only, the only sensible way seems to be able seems to be to set it to something like a lines granularity. And then yeah, swipe there's down. been a little bit of a problem, and it's a long-standing problem, and uh, you have to do those workarounds to make it work. But you know, without the workarounds, it's just not too good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I don't mind doing it. Each one has their little quirks. You, you know, you do what you need to do to get the app to work. I, I just thought it was kind of interesting that it uh, didn't seem to quite work as I thought. I mean, it, like you say, it will work and it's fine and you can do it. But um, uh, yeah, so you've got you've got various different options depending on what you want to do. Uh, the other thing you want to explore as well um, with editors, I don't think we'll touch on it too much here, is if you're using an external keyboard, then I imagine some of them might support different keyboard shortcuts to other ones uh, for text formatting and all the rest of it. I'm not an external keyboard guy, though, really. Yeah. I use the Logitech K380 uh, with my uh, Android device. Uh, it's quite good. It's quite snappy as well. Yeah, that's good. Uh, do, do, do you do much formatting with it? Do you know if any editors support better shortcuts than others, or is it is it just sort of a general <laughs> navigation aid that you use it? Uh, just general navigation. If I want to type something, uh, for example, um, an email, email. So lots of lots of options if you want to uh, edit text and manipulate it on Play Store. And as I said. Uh, on Android, sorry, and, and as I said, if, if you do want to know how best to do that, do take a listen to some of our earlier episodes where we've talked about uh, how to manipulate texts. We did that in Android Basics, and we revisited some of it in uh, in tips in later episodes as well. So uh, this this sort of segment goes very much hand in hand with those. Now we turn to this week's app of the week. For those of you that were listening to episode 39, you'll have heard us interview uh, Gleb from Voxmate. And this week, I demonstrate the Voxmate app. Hello, everyone. I'm Ed Green. And in this week's app of the week, I'm going to be showing you the Voxmate app. For those of you unfamiliar with Voxmate, I suggest you listen to episode 39 of the Blind Android Users podcast, where we interviewed the Voxmate developer. Voxmate's an all-in-one platform. It enables users to navigate their Android device with a much simpler gesture set than you need in order to be able to use TalkBack. It includes a number of apps for making phone calls, uh, listening to podcasts, listening to radio stations, reading world news, playing games, interacting with certain social media platforms, uh, as well as an audio forum. It's got an interesting backstory, a human interest story. Um, the founder told us that um, his co-founder's father lost his sight, and the app was born out of frustration, really, that some of the readily available accessible solutions didn't meet his needs. So um, his daughter, the co-founder and the founder got together, created this app. One thing led to another, and here it is. It is a subscription app, albeit you can access it for a limited time for free. Uh, currently, it's 75% off the planned uh, retail price. It's currently in early access. Uh, and that equates to $3 something for a monthly subscription. Uh, there's an annual subscription option as well, and you'll be able to find pricing if you download the app. I have subscribed, but I've cleared the cash and storage. So I anticipate that it'll let us set it up almost from scratch. So I'm going to go ahead uh, and open up the app. So I'm just sliding my finger down the screen, begin setup, sort of in the bottom middle. 
Edit. Will you be using Voxmate yourself, or are you setting it up for someone? I'll use it, button. I have the co-pilot, button. So because Voxmate is an app which uh, relies on a simpler gesture set, um, it's obviously not primarily aimed at advanced talkback users. That might mean that um, the, the, the primary user of Voxmate is not going to be in a position to set it up independently, which is why we have these two options. Are you going to be using it yourself or are you, as they call it, the co-pilot? Are you essentially setting it up for someone else? I am going to be using it. So I'm going to hit this button, uh, that button. Um, that again, both both buttons are towards the bottom of the screen in the middle. The, um, the the button to set this up for yourself is slightly above the other one, although they're they're relatively close together. So we're setting it up for me. I'm going to double tap this. Capital D. You can change your preference later in Voxmate. Voxmate works best without talkback, but they also work side by side. If you add an extra finger to all gestures. <laughs> So what that means is you'll be familiar with the fact that you can perform certain system gestures with TalkBack with two fingers. So, for instance, to, to pull down the notification shade, it's two fingers with TalkBack. That is a one finger swipe down for uh, sighted users. This works in a similar fashion. It's a self-voicing app, so you can set it up without TalkBack. And then you use one finger to perform its gestures. If you set it up with TalkBack, um, you use two fingers. For now, I'm going to set it up with TalkBack, but I'm going to go and change it. Uh, I'll explain why I've done that in a minute, but I, but I am going to set it up with TalkBack. And again, these buttons are toward that they're, they're in the middle of the screen towards the bottom. I'm on the uh, setting it up with TalkBack. That's the lower of the two buttons. So once we to sign in with a Google account, with Google. I'm going to do that. That's me. Google Play Services. Foxmate setup. Setup step two of five. Edit out of list. That could be more comfortable to grant all permissions at one go. We only ask for necessary permissions, like using your camera for scanning printed text. There we go. So Voxmate, uh, as I say, it, it can make phone calls, it can uh, play various things, it can it can scan text. So it will need some permissions. Grant permissions is the higher of the two buttons. Again, the buttons are towards the bottom in the middle of the screen. Um, I, I went up from the bottom, which is why you heard skip for now. The uh, grant permissions is the button above that. I'm going to double tap it. I'm going to uh, do that while using the app. It landed me on the while using the app button. I haven't touched anything. It does have a facility to scan what's around you, so I am going to allow this. As I say, uh, it has an audio forum, so this seems a reasonable permission as well. Um, it can make and manage phone calls, so I'm going to allow this. Uh, again, as I said, uh, phone calls, so I'll let this happen as well. I'm going to allow it to access my calendar. And I'm going to allow it to do that as well. Welcome. This is a short tutorial to show you the basics of Voxmet. To skip the tutorial, draw a counterclockwise circle on the screen. 
to use Voxmit, you mostly need four swipes, up, down, left and right. Try swiping up. Put your finger in the middle of the screen and flick up. So it's outlined the main four gestures, up, Imagine down, left and right. Imagine on the screen and you are trying to brush it off with just one finger. Try swiping up. Put your finger in the middle of the screen and flick up. Oh, well, I'm running it with talk. I can't I say two Try fingers. swiping up. Put your finger in the mid. Try swiping down. Put your finger in the middle of the screen and flick down. I forgot how I set it up. Then I tried to use one finger. Use up and down swipes to jump between items in menus. Try swiping left. Put your finger in the middle of the screen and flick left. So I'll flick left. Try swiping right. Put your finger in the middle of the screen and flick right. And I'll flick right. Use the swipe right gesture to activate an option in menus. Use the swipe left gesture to go back. Let's try all the gestures together. Try finding banana in this menu by swiping up or down. When you find it, swipe right to activate. So, so you use up and down to navigate, right to confirm, left to back out. So I'm going to find banana, swiping down. Orange. Mango. Banana. And now I'm going to confirm it with the swipe right. Try finding banana again, but this time from a submenu. Vegetables. Bananas aren't vegetables, so I'm going to go down. Fruits. Now, to enter a submenu, that's our swipe right again. Apple. Banana. And here's banana. And again, to confirm, as with going into a menu, it's swipe right. Now you've got the basics to start using Boxmit. Pay attention to this sound. This sound indicates a helpful hint. Hints are repeated a number of times, but then stop. Here's your first hint. Did you know that we have more tutorials? You can find them in settings, help, tutorials. Main menu, Voxmate. Phone. So now we are in the Voxmate app proper. You heard uh, the first menu item is phone. I'm just going to navigate the main menu. Entertainment. Social. I'm doing this with our swipe down. Games. Resources. Utilities. Early access feedback. Settings. It's now 21 hours, 47 minutes and zero seconds. And that's, there are no new messages. that's the swipe bottom of right the main details, menu. Messages and weather. Uh, to prove that, phone. I'll go down and there is phone. I'm going to go into settings, first of all partly because I want to change one of them. And the reason I loaded this to work with TalkBack was that if I hadn't, once we finished the permissions, it would have warned me that TalkBack was running while also trying to voice that tutorial. And we would have had the TalkBack warning potentially talking over and at worst cutting off the start of that handy tutorial on how to use the app. And I wanted you to hear that tutorial. Actually, using this with TalkBack means that I have to add an extra finger, as we were discussing, as we did system just settings, and I forgot first time. So I'm going to go and turn that off before I forget again. And actually, I want to show you some of the other settings anyway. Uh, we'll get into the good stuff, like how the actual uh, applets or apps work, but I do want to show you settings first, as I say, so I don't make that mistake again in part. It's now 21 settings. Here's settings. I'm going to swipe right to open settings. Manage subscription. I don't need to manage my subscription. I've got one. Preferences. Let's see what else is in set. We'll come back up to preferences, but. Log in to portal. 
and we'll talk about the portal in a minute. Permissions. Uh, we granted all the permissions. We don't need to go in there. Plugins. Launcher. Launcher. Now, instead of having to open Voxmate as an app, you could set it as your launcher, which essentially means that whenever you turn your phone on or unlock your phone, Voxmate is going to pop up. I don't want Voxmate as my launcher. I'm not going to set it. Uh, but you could set it in your home screen settings uh, as well as in here. Uh, so, um, yeah, that, that's what that would do. It would essentially make sure that Voxmate was always running for you. Help. And help. They mentioned that there were other tutorials. Those are in here along with some FAQs. Quit Voxmate. And we can quit Voxmate. Manage subscription. And we're back round to manage subscription. Preferences. <clears throat> it's preferences that I want to go into. Text to speech. Let's have a look. We've got text to speech. Touch keyboard is US QWERTY keyboard simple mode. Your device is flagship. I'm swiping down. Device power has implications on text to speech generation and might be used to optimize your experience. Yeah, my, I've set mine as flagship. Basically, if you have a slower phone, Voxmate might take longer to do stuff, depending on uh, what phone setting you have it on. So you want to set it to budget or mid-range if you have a budget or mid-range phone. It's, do you, like say, it has a scanning feature, for instance. So do you want it to take a very, very, very long time to generate a good result, or do you want an acceptable result in a quicker time? You hear Gleb, the co-founder, talk about, uh, sorry, Gleb, the founder, um, talk about this on episode 39. But if you have a, if you have a mid-range or a, a budget phone, set this setting accordingly and your phone will perform uh, better measurement unit preference is metric talk back compatibility mode is enabled this is one of the settings i want to change I, i've just been compatibility mode you can use boxmed without disabling talkback by adding an extra finger to all gestures I hope, I hope I don't need to say it every time but i've been navigating these settings by swiping down i am going to change this though enabled so it said enabled. I'm going to swipe down. Disabled. I'm going to swipe right to confirm. Talkback compatibility mode is disabled. And now I'm going to unload Talkback. Talkback compatibility mode. You can use Voxmode without disabling Talkback by adding an extra finger to all gestures. Talkback off. And Talkback's now off. So I can use one finger and not forget that I needed to put two on. Tap and hold to pause gesture is disabled. I'm going to swipe Tap down again. Your finger will pause Voxmet. Haptic feedback is enabled. Visuals. Text to speech. I'm going to go and look at the text to speech settings because I want I want to show you something in here I got confused about when I first downloaded Voxmate. Change voices. Voice speed is normal. Normal. So I swiped right to go into uh, the speech, right? I made, I made two mistakes. The first is I assumed normal meant that I could decrease and increase the speed. I thought that normal was in the middle. Um, actually, normal means slowest, and it's at the top of uh, the, the menu. So because I thought normal was in the middle, I swiped up to increase the speech. But bear in mind, I'm at the top of the menu already. You saw what it actually did. It wrapped and put it on the highest speech setting possible. I'll show you what happened. I'm on normal. I swiped up thinking I would increase speed. 4x. So 4x, four times the speech, and I swiped right. 
Quick, right? Uh, happily, I can still understand it, so I can go in and fix it. I'm going to swipe right. You, probably, you might not have understood it, said that we were back on voice speed. Uh, it's on normal. I swiped down. I'm going to swipe right again. Voice speed is normal. To set it back to something we can understand. Now, I'm going to swipe right. Normal. And I'm going to cycle through the different options for speeding this up. And you do that by swiping down. Uh, I won't set any of them. I'll just show you what they are. Rapid. Fast. Faster. Double. Quick. Triple. Insane. 4X. Now, I'm not wild about these. Um, I get double 4X. Triple. I don't know why how you decide which out of quick rapid and fast are quickest obviously faster is faster than fast if that's not getting a bit too circular um but i'm not convinced about some of those names that aren't numbers i don't think they readily form a hierarchical rank um, but anyway you're swiping down it's getting quicker just ignore the names i'm going to swipe left because i want to keep it on normal voice speed is normal now, I'm going to carry on looking down in these text-to-speech settings. Network use is unrestricted. I'm happy with network use is unrestricted. Network use is enabled, but may provide a worse speech. Oh, dear. Well, that wouldn't be very good. Uh, I'm on unlimited data connection, so I don't really care. Let's go and see what the options are. Though. I'm going to swipe right. Unrestricted. Restricted. Unrestricted. Oh, well, we have unrestricted and restricted. I'm going to swipe left. Network use is unrestricted. Change voices. And this will show you any other text-to-speech voices that you have on your system. I'm happy with uh, using the voice we're currently using. Voice speed is normal. Now, I want to show you something else. So we're, we're quite deep in here. We're in text-to-speech. Well, we're in settings, text-to-speech, uh, uh, voice. I'm going to go into speed again just to, to, to get us even deeper. Now, I could swipe left on multiple occasions, and I will do that clockwise circle, and we'll get context-sensitive help. Help. You are in the text-to-speech settings menu. If you select text-to-speech options that break your experience, you can reset your settings at my.boxmate.com. So that was the portal we heard about before, and that's what I could have done if I couldn't understand the thing when it was on four-time speech. To get back to that Voxmate main menu, you draw an anti-clockwise circle on the screen, a counterclockwise. Um, so that's to say, if you start at six o'clock, you go right towards three o'clock and all the way around. I'll do that. Boxmate. Phone. There you go. Straight back to the main menu instead of having to go into swiping left, into speech rate, into text-to-speech, into settings, blah, blah, blah. Three or four, three or four swipes we've saved ourselves there. I know what you're thinking, those of you that used Android for a long time. Oh, dear. We used to do this and talk back, abandon them because they were a nightmare. We used to navigate menus in circles, didn't we? Back in, I don't know, jelly bean, ice cream sandwich. Happily, screens are a lot more forgiving. So we're on the phone app now. I'm going to swipe right. Phone book. So phone book is our contacts. Let's have a look at here. Triple A. One of 422. Adrian Cochran. Adrian Cochran. Adrian Whitehouse. Ira Support. Al Rosenbaum. Al Rosenbaum. Alan Lewis. Alan Lewis. Nine of 422. 
so there we are. Uh, we're in we're in contacts. Um, I'm going to uh, go back up. Adrian, 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 triple. Add new contact. Search. So we have search now. Um, I am going to uh, swipe right. Use the double tap and hold command to search for your contact. So let's see if it'll find a contact. My wife's called Katie Kins. Double tap and hold command to search for your contact. So I'm going to, I store her as Kins for short because Katie Kins is long. Kins. Searching for Kins. Kins. One of four. So it's found Kins. That's good. What I find when I do double tap and search, uh, double tap and hold to search, is you get the, the familiar Google Assistant type noise when you do that. Um, I find it slightly better if you keep your finger held on the screen until you hear the second noise that you heard after I said uh uh, kins. Well, the, well, the, the first noise is the is the, is the, is the trigger noise. I say kins. Then you heard a a second sort of confirmatory noise. Then I uh, released uh, my finger. I don't know if I'm meant to have to do that. What I find though is if I don't, it's not always reliable. So if I release my finger, uh, release my finger from the screen immediately after having said my contact name or in other search functions, I find it doesn't always work. So, uh, yeah, I keep my finger down on the screen until I've heard that confirmatory noise. Uh, we found Kins. I'm going to swipe right. Call Kins. I can call her. What else can I do? Star contact. <clears throat> I can star her as a favorite. Change contact name. I could change her name. Add additional phone number. Add another phone number. Delete phone number. Delete. Delete contact. And I could delete her. I don't think she'd be very impressed if I did that. Call Kins. So if I swipe right here. One. Call home. Plus one. Six, so it's seven, reading her number. Call work. Plus four. four call Kins. So there we go. You, you'll see. You'll see that it uh, reads numbers uh, if you give it long enough. And then, as you'd expect. Uh, you swipe right uh, to, to, to call that number. I'm not repeating the gestures um, every time I do something unless I'm doing something different because I hope we've established that it's four gestures in the main, uh, up, down, left and right. So I, I'm not telling you that I'm swiping right. Otherwise, it would get somewhat repetitive. I'm going to come out of the phone book now. Search. Phone book. I'm going to go down. Dial the phone number. And here we go. Use up, down, left, and right to go around the dial pad. Double tap to pick numbers and symbols. Five. So I think they've done quite well here. We're essentially in a grid or on a, on a, on a, on a virtual keypad. We're on the five, we're on the button with the dot in it. I'll see if we've got any context-sensitive help. Might be interesting. I don't know if it'll tell us any more than we've already heard. But I'm going to do that clockwise circle on the screen. Help. Use up. Down, left, and right to go around the dial pad. Double tap to pick numbers and symbols. To undo input, use the erase button at the bottom left corner of the grid. To finish input, use the submit button at the bottom right corner of the grid. You can check your current input by swiping down with two fingers. So there we go. I'm going to come out of help with a swipe left. Five. 
The other thing we can do to get out of this, well, I'll, I'll move around the grid first. We're on five. Two. I swiped up to get to two. I'll swipe right. Three. I'll swipe left twice. Two. One. And so you can see what we're doing. I'll swipe down from one. On the, this row, we've got star zero hash and hash. Zero star. I'll go back. Back. That's the erase button. Plus. There's your plus if you're doing an international number. Enter more digits, then double tap here to continue. And we can exit this grid if we swipe off any of the edges of it. So we're in the bottom right-hand corner. So if I swipe right. Enter more digits, then double dial a phone number. You'll see we've gone off that grid entirely. We're back on dial a phone number. Phone and we've got a phone book there. Dial up settings. We have phone settings. Let's have a look at these. Make box made your default dialer. Order contacts by last name is disabled. Group contacts by first letter is disabled. Make box made your default dialer. And so we have some ordering contacts options and we can make Voxmate the default dialer. I don't want to do that. Um, I'm going to swipe left to get out of the phone app. Settings. Phone. Here we go. Let's go down one. Entertainment. Let's have a look at the entertainment app then. World News. Let's see what world news sources we've got. Pick which publication you would like to read. Sky News. Daily Mail. Just swiping down. HuffPost UK. The Independent. The Sun. Daily Mirror. Metro Online. Daily Star. New York Post. Mashable. CNET. Observer. Fast Company. Rolling Stone. CNBC. The Verge. Vox. Fox News. NBC News. News.com.a. The Indian Express. Slate, Forward, Reuters, Chicago Tribune, ABC, CBS News, The Hill, Politico, Breitbart. I think before when I cut off uh, one of them, it was going to say news.com.ae, but I was a little bit zealous uh, swiping down and I cut off the .ae, so sorry about that. Search. We can search. Settings. Yeah, some settings. Sky News, Daily Mail, HuffPost UK, The Independent, The Sun. Let's read an article from The Sun then. So guess what we're going to do? We're on The Sun. What do you think I'm going to do? That's right, folks. Top of the class, have a cigar. I'm swiping right. All articles. Football. Let's read about football. You can't go wrong doing that, can you? I'll swipe right. Manchester United star Cristiano Ronaldo planning his own ready meals range. One QPR star Chris Willock dreaming of joining Newcastle brother Joe in the Premier League. Two of 100. So Chris Willock used to play for my team, Huddersfield Town, on loan. I'm slightly disappointed they didn't sign him, but I might have a check out of this article. I'm going to swipe right. Cooper's Chris Willock is dreaming of joining his brother Joe in the Premier League. Youngest of three Joe, 22 took the spotlight by sealing a £25 million move to Newcastle from Arsenal this summer. Figure, Chris wants to emulate his brother by playing in the Premier League. Credit, Rex. Figure, Joe signed for Newcastle in the summer transfer window. I'm just letting it read at the minute. Figure, Joe signed for Newcastle in the summer transfer window. Credit, 
race. But I stopped it by doing a swipe up. I can read this article in smaller increments using our up and down swipes. So I'll swipe down. And after watching him score in seven consecutive Premier League games on loan at Newcastle last term, winger Chris is now making his mark at QPR. Two goals and two assists already this season have helped Mark Warburton side to third in the championship behind big spenders Fulham and West Brom. The 23-year-old told Sunsport, My dream is to play in the Premier League and Joe always encourages me and believes I'm good enough. Coming from him it goes a long way because he has been there and done it. From young kids the dream was always to play with each other or play against each other. Hopefully one day that can happen. So I'll swipe left. The trio QPR star Chris Lee dreaming of joining Newcastle brother <coughs> in the Premier League. So if any of you have dealt with those big ugly news sites, you can see that this is really quite a neat way uh, to find articles. I mean, this is before we even get into the ads and the frames and all the other nonsense that you might find in articles themselves that you might use if you're using them in Windows, something like a JAWS flexible web uh, to kill. You know, even, even finding the articles you want can be a bit of a mission on sites with 250 plus links. So something that pops up many of the popular news sites in what is essentially a list and then just reads those articles to you uh, and strips most of them out with the exception of those little little pictures, those figures, is I think something that uh, people may find useful. As I say, th th this app is not necessarily, or this platform, sorry, Voxmate, is not necessarily aimed at the advanced Android user but even the advanced Android user might welcome the simplicity that the uh, news app offers. I'm going to come out of here. Football, the sun, world news. So that was world news. I'm going to go down. Listen to audiobooks. Let's listen to audiobooks. LibriVox audiobooks. So LibriVox is a public domain uh, uh, catalogue of audiobooks recorded by volunteers, as I understand it. Calibre Audiobooks. Calibre is a UK-based library. It's of interest to others, though, because it will allow users from countries which have signed and ratified the Marrakesh Treaty on the distribution of uh, books for visually impaired, it will allow users to join directly to benefit from its download and streaming services. Now, Marrakesh is really only about libraries exchanging information and books, but Calibre have sort of very sensibly, in my view, cut out that middleman. So, you know, NLS don't need to act as your Calibre distributor if you're in the States, you can sign up for Calibre's digital and downloads service, which I think is very good. Um, I haven't set Calibre up on here, but I will show you LibriVox. LibriVox audiobooks. My bookshelf. Browse books by genre. Search. I don't really know what LibriVox has. I know it's a, a public domain limited thing, so um, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, uh, search or anything. I'll browse a book there and see what we want to leave in it. Browse books by classics, Greek and Latin antiquity. Crikey, classics, Greek and Latin antiquity. Okay, let's have a look at this. All in classics, Greek and Latin antiquity. Asian antiquity. All in classics, Greek and Latin antiquity. Okay, let's go in here. Loading. Please wait. 
the Acharnians by Aristophanes. One of three hundred. Okay, let's see if we can do anything with the this one by Aristophanes. Play sample. Oh, we can. Here we go. Synopsis. Details. Add to my bookshelf. I'm going to add it to my bookshelf on the basis that we can't actually play it unless I do that. Add to my bookshelf. Add to my bookshelf. So this is interesting. It, it doesn't tell me that it's done it. It just says add to my bookshelf again. But if I try and add it to my bookshelf again, already on your bookshelf, already on my bookshelf, I think a confirmation there or, a you know, that changes to added to bookshelf or something would be quite helpful. Uh, all I got was a, a little bing without anything else. So let's go play it, shall we? It doesn't sound fantastically interesting, if I'm honest. So I don't know how long it'll stay on my bookshelf. Classics, Greek and browse books by genre. Browse books by genre. I think uh, that was the second option. So I'm going to swipe up to my bookshelf. My bookshelf. Yeah, I'll swipe right. The Acharnians by Aristophanes. There we go. Let's have a little play or swipe right. Anyway, see what it does. Start listening. What are my options? I can start listening. Start listening with sleep timer. Start listening with sleep timer. I think I'll fall asleep pretty quickly during this. Three seconds. Is that a sleep timer we want for Aristophanes? Play from specific section. Synopsis. Details. Remove from bookshelf. Start listening. We'll start listening. During playback, swipe right for more options. Preface and introduction to the Acarnians. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine. The Acarnians by Aristophanes. Translated by Charles James Bilson, 1858 to 1932. Translator's Preface and Introduction. You are listening to section one of full preface and introduction. Sleep timer. I think you've got the point. Uh, so we've got our sleep timer again. Go to beginning of this section. Go to next section. Set playback speed. Sleep timer. And so that's what we have. We're back round again. So I'm going to swipe left repeatedly out of audiobooks. Production. Continue listening. The Acharnians. My bookshelf. LibriVox audiobook. Listen to audiobooks. And there we go. Browse YouTube. I'm not going to browse YouTube. Uh, I think I think you get the idea as to how this works. I will look at some of the other ones though. Music on my phone. I don't have any music on my phone, so that would be a short-lived demonstration. Listen to podcasts. Listen to podcasts. My favorites. Featured podcasts. Featured podcasts. Top podcasts. Top podcasts by category. Search. Top pod. Top podcasts. Now I'm not sure what we're using as a podcast directory here, or how many podcasts it has access to. I'll look at top podcasts. As I say, I'm not sure how this is done. Is it uh, done through uh, users of Foxmate, or is it some other thing? I'm not sure. Uh, I'm going to swipe right and see what we've got in top podcasts. Stuff you should know. One of fifty. This American Life. Two of fifty. Serial. Three of 50. Fresh air. Four of 50. There you go. So some pretty famous mainstream podcasts in here. I'm going to come out. Top podcasts. I'll go up. 
Let's see what's in featured podcasts. Blind Android users. Oh, now here you go. Here's a podcast you want to know about. Blind Android users. Why don't we have a look at this? Blind Android users podcast episode 39. Don't touch the dial and chat with Voxmate. What? Introduction, the Android journey. 40 of 40. So why don't we, instead of playing the latest episode, why don't we play Blind Android users episode one? Albeit it appears to be unnumbered, but let's just forget that. I swiped up, so it wrapped. Um, I do wonder whether a little wrapping noise might be quite nice when we get to the end of a menu, a little didding or something to let us know that uh, we have, in fact, cycled round. Um, I'm going to swipe right to play episode one. This, this predates me. I don't think I came on board till about 12 or 13, albeit I'd done my Android journey before then. Here we go. During playback, swipe right for more options. Oh, bless the music's changed. This time for the Blind Android Users Podcast from blindandroidusers.com. Kick back and enjoy this podcast from a blindness perspective. Hi everyone, welcome to episode number one of the Blind Android Users Podcast. My name is Austin Pinto and I'm from Mumbai, India. And today we have two other hosts with me. And everyone, welcome Warren Carr. Thank you so much, Austin, for that wonderful introduction. Again, my name is Warren Carr. And Dennis Long. Hello, Warren, how are you and... Welcome to the show. So if I swipe right, I don't know why there's a sleep timer option for the Blind Android Users podcast. There's no danger of anyone going to sleep. You know, if you start listening to this, you're you're up till it's done. So I think I think somehow for this this podcast and this podcast only, they they need to find a way of disabling the sleep timer feature just because it's entirely gratuitous. Can something be entirely gratuitous? It probably can't. It's just gratuitous, isn't it? I think I um, uh, 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 fell into tautology there. I'm sorry about that. But yes, we, we, I think we can all agree you don't need a sleep timer when listening to blind Android users. Let's swipe down. Podcast details. I don't know what they are. Let's go see what's in podcast details. About 42 minutes and six seconds remaining of the introduction, the Android journey. I like listening to blind Android users podcast. I'm doing well. Thank you so much. Sleep timer. I like the fact it said there were about 42 minutes and six seconds. It's pretty precise for an about. Uh, anyway, I'll swipe down. Podcast details. Playback speed. Restart playback. Add podcast channel to favorites. So we can add blind Android users to favorites. That must be done. Added podcast to favorites. Obviously, you'll all want to do that. Timer. And I swiped right to shut it up. I could have equally swiped left. Um, we'll swipe left again to get out of podcasts. Here today, introduction, the Android, blind Android users featured podcasts. Let's just check it did add it to my favorites. My favorite, continue, my favorites, blind Android users, pod, my favorites, continue listening. Oh, we have a new option that didn't used to exist, a continue listening option, which is quite good. And that's in our main podcast menu now so very handy listen to podcasts tune into radio tune into radio let's go and have a little look at this pick which radio station you would like to listen to browse local stations let's see what options i've got search for stations 
settings, browse local stations. Settings. Well, let's see what we've got in settings. Grouping stations is disabled. No. Grouping stations is disabled. Grouping stations is disabled or not. To group stations into a menu-like structure. Useful when you have a lot of stations. Okay. Uh, I'm going to swipe left. Settings. Browse local stations. Aberdeen. One of six. Aberystwyth. Ashford. So what it's, what it's done is pulled up various UK towns or in stations. some instances it'll be counties. Um, given that our only options are local stations, search and settings, I wonder whether they need to have that local stations at a bit of a higher level because people don't just want to listen to stations in the, in, the, in the country they live in. They want to listen to stations from around the world. So I wonder if you're going to have local stations, maybe you need some other geography thing where I can pick Europe, North America, Australasia, and have it drill down there. I, th I think only having search and then parochial towns is uh you know perhaps we can perhaps they can add some stuff in 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 in, in time it is early access and it's, it's it's looking really good obviously so we're on a search again i'll swipe right use the double tap and hold command to search i'll do a double tap and hold oh that didn't sound like it worked let me try that again searching for sound like it worked when you try that again Oh, maybe it Nothing did. Found. It just search didn't. For stations. Use the double I didn't get the uh, typical uh, Google Assistant type beep I got last time. BBC. Searching for BBC. BBC Radio 1. 1 of 49. BBC Radio 5 Live. 2 of 49. BBC World Service News. Let's see if we can play World Service News. During playback, swipe right for track info. Very recently, a uh, former head of the MI5 intelligence there service. You go. I'll swipe Check right. track details. Set sleep timer. Listen to BBC World Service News. Add to favorites. We can add it. Move to the top of favorites. Check track details. Oh, so that's quite good. You can add it to favorites and you can reorder your favorites by moving things to the top. That's quite neat. I'm going to swipe left. Okay, Eliza. BBC World. Search for stations. Tune into radio. World news. And we finished our tour of entertainment apps. I'll swipe out of this. Entertainment. Social. Social. Game. Social. Audio forum. Telegram. So we'll look at audio forum in a minute. Let's go into Telegram. Use the numpad grid to enter your full international phone number, starting with your country code. Use up, down, left and right to go around the dial pad. Double tap to pick numbers and symbols. Nearly done. I'm just using the grid as we uh, did on the dialer. Um, it's the same setup. It um, You navigate left and right around the numpad, uh, across the numpad and then in vertical uh, lines. You should soon receive an authorization code by yeah, well, I message. Use the numpad grid to enter the five-digit auth code. And I'll double just tap to double continue. tap to continue. Screenwriter, official, etc. Permanently muted group with five thousand one hundred and ninety-six unread messages. Wowzers! So I'm in our my groups. Telegram. Chat with one unread message. 
Blind Android users chat. Group with one unread message and one mention. So if I swipe right. Hello. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is a live tile. New messages will be announced here. Swipe right to compose new text message or double tap and hold to begin recording a voice message. Send emoji. Share location with the group. Mute group. Pin group. Add group member. Leave group. Leave group. Leave group. No, so that group. doesn't that. That's kind Mute of interesting. Group. Share Send emoji. This is a live type. Hello. Good evening. Musa Wambu two hours ago. Musa Wambu two hours ago. Musa Wambu two. Blind Android. I don't think that this one falls in that category, Drago. This would be like saying we can ah, talk so, about new pipe or blind Android users. So chat. what happens here is that unlike in other areas, so on the speed thing, uh, when we were changing voice speed, essentially we were landed at the top. In Telegram, when it lands you in the most recent message, that is at the bottom. So you swipe up to read your telegram messages within a group or a chat uh, and you swipe down um, as you heard it say a live tile uh, I, I had swiped down expecting maybe that that's how you move through the messages thinking it would land you at the top uh, of of the window so uh, you swipe up to read your messages starting uh, the most recent moving up uh, uh, getting earlier and earlier um, Let's see what happens. Hello. Good evening. I don't think that this one falls. I'm going to swipe right to see if it'll let me reply to it. This would Warren Carr two hours ago replying to an earlier message by Dragosh. Reply. So I can reply to Warren. Read original message. Message parts. Warren Carr two hours ago replying to an earlier message And I could read the original message from there. So you I get the idea. Blind Android users chat. Austin Pinto. Podcast crew. I've got all I've got all my uh, Telegram messages in there. Reddit. I'm not on Reddit, so I don't think I can show you Reddit. Audio forum. I will show you the audio forum though. Uh, let's swipe right to see what this does. Voxmate forum is an audio forum where everyone can find help related to Voxmate, get support, and just have a meaningful chat. Here we create a sense of belonging. Before we begin, let's go through some ground rules. Rule one, be respectful. Voxmate Forum is a place for developing a strong community, not for attacking or humiliating people. Stay respectful even with people who don't agree with you. Everyone has a right to have a forum free of bullying, harassment or threats. Rule two, be authentic. You don't have to use your real name to be on forum, but don't impersonate an individual or an entity. A nickname is automatically generated for you, but you can always change it in settings. Rule three, be inclusive, tolerate and welcome various people and opinions. Rule four, respect the privacy of others. Do not reveal anyone's personal or confidential information and don't be intrusive. We have a variety of ways of enforcing our rules, including, but not limited to reminding you nicely to follow them. If that doesn't work, we can ask you less nicely and then suspend your account temporarily or permanently. That said, on behalf of the Voxmate team, a heartfelt welcome. Swipe right to accept the community rules. Okay, you heard the rules. Let's swipe right. Topics. Meet and greet. Say hi to the Voxmate team and other Voxmate users. Ten new threads.
Swipe, Swipe down. right to open this topic. Boxmate help. Ask anything you want to know about Boxmate. 12 new threads. Technology. Let's chat about technology and how it can make our lives better. One new thread. Request new features. Got an idea for a new Boxmate feature. We are listening. 17 new threads. Fun. Got anything fun and light to share? Six new threads. Personal growth. Become the best possible version of yourself. Seven new threads. I'm already amazing. There's Swipe nothing for right me to in there. This top. General chat. Got something else on your mind? Tell us. Four new threads. General chat. Got some general oh, chat. So interesting. Got something else on your mind? Tell us. You'll notice that behaviour on Telegram as well. It didn't wrap, uh, whereas it does in the main menu uh, and in other apps. I wonder why that is. Um, anyway, uh, not particularly a big deal. Let's go and see what can happen on here. Let's look at request features. Threads in request new features. New audio thread by Stupefied Beaver. Swipe right to open this thread. Double tap for options. Swipe up to start a new thread. I'll swipe up and see what it does. Start a new thread and request new features. I'm going to swipe right. Use the double tap and hold gesture to begin recording or swipe right to open text editor. We haven't looked at the text editor yet, so I'm going to swipe right and see how that works. Use the double tap and you're in the text editor. Swipe up and down for editor options. Double tap and hold to narrate text. Swipe down and right to open keyboard. To jump between words, swipe left and right. Double tap to finish editing. Edit. So I'm going to swipe up. Open keyboard. Paste. Editor settings. Insert emoji. Insert bracket. Insert symbol. Open keyboard. So let's open the keyboard with a swipe right. Showing keyboard in landscape, charge core to your right. Okay. F. F. D. F. D. Okay, so what we have here then is something a little bit like Gboard insofar as you uh, slide your finger around and lift it to have a letter entered. I wonder how I get rid of the keyboard. Okay. F. D. J. Comma. F-D-I-U-K. F-D-J make. Interesting. Uh, I'm not sure how Space. we dismissed the keyboard. Dot, e, w, close. Ah. Open keyboard. So with the charge port to the right, there was a close button where the escape key uh, might be presumed to be. Um, I'm going to open the keyboard again because I don't think that saved my text. I wonder if there's some sort of submit button once I've entered some text. Show keyboard in landscape, charge port to your right. Maybe here's a time to see if there's any context-sensitive help. Comma. Mm, Comma. Not, not on the keyboard itself, there isn't. Backspace. Number space. M, N, B, V, C, X, Z. Shift. Emoji close. Q-W-E-R-T-O-P-I-O-P, backspace. Back mm -hmm. So we've got a close button. I think this is probably prime time for a, a keyboard help uh, or, a, or a help gesture. Let's have a look. Help. You're in the text editor. Swipe up and down for editor options. 
Double tap and hold to narrate text. Swipe down and right to open keyboard. To jump between words, swipe left and right. Double tap to finish editing. Uh, so that's what I would have had to do. Double tap to finish editing. Uh, uh, that would have that would have got us out um, of the keyboard, I think. And, uh, the, the, and, and then the close button in the top right-hand corner. So there you have it. Um, we've done a double tap and hold to record when we did a search. I don't think I need to show you that again. Um, so I'm now going to swipe out of here. FDJ make. Start. Start a new thread and request new features. And closing the keyboard did just that. It kept the text I'd entered in the text editor. So it didn't, in fact, lose it. I just got rid of the keyboard. I could have, I could have double tapped instead of pressing that escape key, I think. So there you have it. That's the audio forum. Request new features. Audio forum. Telegram. Reddit. I don't think I can reasonably play any messages in there. They are uh, uh, for users of, of, of Voxmate. I'm going to come out of here. Social. Games. I'm not a massive games player, but let's take a look at what's in here. Game Club. Play Voxel Early Access. Play Sudoku. Play Mathdoku. Play Quiz. Play Blackjack. Game Club. What's Game Club? Play. Please pick a new nickname. You're in the text editor. Swipe up and down for editor no, options. No, I don't think I'm going to do that. You I don't want to set, set up, up a profile. Game Club. I don't want to set up Game Club. Why don't I have a Play look at the quiz game? Play Voxel or play Sudoku. Play Mathdoku. Play Quiz. I'm going to play Quiz. New game of Quiz. You have three lives. Question one video games. What was Frank West's job in Dead Rising? Chef. So I have some choices. Janitor. Photojournalist. I have no idea. I'm going to go photojournalist. That's right. Question oh. two history. In 1453, which important city fell? Athens, Hamburg, Rome. Hamburg. I'm going to go Hamburg. That's not the right answer. I knew I'm it afraid wasn't. the right answer is Constantinople. Oh. You have two lives left. Question three computers. What does CPU stand for? Central Computer Processing Unit. Unit. Central Processing Unit. There we are. I'm sorry, that's wrong. Oh, no, processor. Central Processing Unit. Yeah, it said processor, not in. There we go. Question four musicals and theatres. Doctor Who. Star David Tennant performed in a rendition of which Shakespearean play? The Taming of the Shrew. You, you get the idea. You can swipe down uh, for answers. You swipe right to select them. So I'm going to swipe out of here. Continue to play quiz, games. Resources. And now we're on resources. Again, I'm going to swipe right to see what we've got. The Knowledge Village. Coronavirus pandemic. The Knowledge Village. Hmm. Not many resources. Although the Knowledge Village could be quite uh, extensive, I suppose. Uh, I'm not going to read about the coronavirus pandemic, but let's swipe right to look at Knowledge Village. COVID-19. The COVID-19 pandemic is impacting lives across the globe. Yeah, swipe down. Whether you want to read your post, navigate independently, access books or do your shopping, there are accessible apps out there that will enable you to do all this and more. Technology. 
technology is a game changer for people with sight loss and with the right training can restore independence. Oh, swipe right. Google Chromebook. Is it accessible? Blog. In this blog, Mark shares tips on what Henshaws are doing to support the Greater Manchester Digital Task Force. So I think this knowledge village is all from Henshaws, uh, judging by some of the other things I've read on it. So um, uh, you can swipe right and you can read it a little bit like the articles we read in the newsreader. Technology. I'm the going to come out of here. Utilities. Let's have a look at what's in utilities. Make notes. What's nearby? Let's have a look at what's nearby. Gwendoor Gardens. 202 metres away. One of 50. Independent age. 215 metres away. Two of 50. North end. Fulham. 228 metres away. Three of 50. West Kensington tube station. 237 metres away. Four of 50. West Kensington. 246 metres away. Society for Psychical Research. 269 metres. West Ashfield tube station. 294 metres away, 7 of 50. So some of this is a bit wonky. Uh, there's no such thing as West Ashfield Tube Station for a start. Uh, and all these distances seem suspiciously similar. So I'm not quite sure what's going on. Um, perhaps, uh, uh, well, I don't know. Uh, uh, I can't, I don't think I can explain it. I know that location accuracy is purported to be better with Wi-Fi enabled for reasons I don't fully understand. I don't use my phone on Wi-Fi because I have unlimited data, so I may as well exploit it. Kensington Row. 302 metres away. Barons Court Theatre. 414 metres. Pure London. 432. Radio Olympia. 432. You get the idea. It has landmarks uh, with distances. Um, they're in a they're, they're in a column, so that's. I, actually, I'm going to go back in here and see if we can swipe right on any of them and see what they do. Independent age. Gwendoor Gardens, North End, West Kensington. I'm going to swipe right. West Kensington is a London Underground District Line station in West Kensington. It is located on North End Road B317, close to its junction with West Cromwell Road, Talgarth Road A4. That's quite helpful. Um, I'm going to see what this tube station I don't think exists says about it. West, Kens West Kensington, Society for S Kensington Row, West A Kensington, West Ashfield Tube Station. There it is. Let's have a look at West Ashfield. Oh, it's moved 20 metres. West Ashfield Underground Station is a mock-up London Underground District Line station on the third floor of Ashfield House in West Kensington. Ah! It is used for staff training purposes and was opened in 2010 at a cost of £800,000. Hmm, so that probably wants to be described differently to a tube station in case anyone tries to go find it. Uh, it does exist, though, uh, which I didn't know, but it possibly shouldn't be listed in the straight vanilla way that West Kensington Tube Station is, as I say, in case anyone thinks it's a tube stop. Uh, so, so this is interesting. Uh, it's a column of information. I'm not immediately sure. Perhaps it's because it's early access. Perhaps they will do more things with this in future West Ashfield Underground Station is a mock-up London West. I don't appear to be able to put a beacon on it or anything, or you know, it tells me how far it is. 
and it tells me what road it's on, but I don't I don't get a sense from these landmarks as to where they are in relation to me or where they are in relation to each other. Uh, but it but it's interesting. You can you can certainly see some of the things that are around you. So I'm going to come out of that. Utilities, early access feedback. Oh, I didn't mean to come out of utilities entirely. What's near scan text? So scan text. I don't have any text with me right now, but I'm going to open scan text and see what it does. New scan. My scans. So I'm swiping down. We have new scan, my scans. Help. New scan. And help. I will draw as a circle on the screen. There's no contextual help available right now. Okay, so let's, let's go into the help, help that is there. The scanner uses your built-in camera to scan printed text. When scanning books or documents, you can place the phone on the document, align it and lift about half a meter up. When scanning printed text on household goods, try holding it at arm's length in front of the camera. It's important to align the camera upright with the text, so if you are getting bad results, try rotating the camera. There we are. Help. Scan text. Make notes. What's nearby? Scan text. Make notes. And we'll open the notes uh, app, I think. I think this will take us back to the text editor, but let's have a look. Record a new voice note. Make a new text note. Record a new voice Use the double tap and hold gesture to begin recording. So we've done that when we searched for stations. I think that's demonstrating the same principle. I don't need to do that. Record and make a new text. You're in the text editor. Swipe up and down for editor options. Double tap and hold to narrate text. Swipe down and right to open keyboard. Open keyboard. And so there we are. Yeah, it's same as um, uh, when we were when we were looking at the keyboard before. Make notes. What's nearby? And that's it for utilities. utilities. Early access feedback. And we can provide feedback on this early access on this beta. Let's swipe right. Record a message to send to our feedback team. You use the double tap and hold gesture to begin recording. And there we are. That's early, early access. access. Settings. We've been in settings. And we're back round to phone. So that, folks, is a brief tour of the Voxmate app. We haven't covered absolutely everything that the app can do. I hope, though, you found this useful and it's given you a flavour of this app's capability. As I say, it's primarily aimed at uh, people who struggle to use the talkback interface. But I think I would argue that... Um, apps such as the World News and possibly also the Telegram layout uh, would benefit those uh, who are uh, very confident at using the touchscreen. But, you know, we, we've had various discussions on lists and on groups about uh, problematic web view implementations. And, and given the array of news sources in um, uh, the World News app, then this might actually be an option uh, for some of those who are uh, uh, very confident in using TalkBack. So I hope you've enjoyed this and do check out the app. It's a project I think well worth supporting. The VoxMate portal is quite handy because it enables you to configure VoxMate from a Windows environment uh, or indeed any other uh, uh, operating system via, via a website. Uh, so you could, you could theoretically do it on your Android phone, I suppose. Um, it, it's good because 
it means that someone else can configure Voxmate for someone who's struggling, and that includes uh, Voxmate themselves. They will configure your uh, Voxmate remotely. So, so to find the Voxmate portal, you go to my.voxmate.com and you log in with your Google account and take it from there. No, unfortunately, Voxmate is not available in India. Ah, sorry, so I contacted you... Voxmate supports and, and they have said they are launching it shortly. Does it allow to use uh, apps more accessibly? So the whole idea is to make your usage of the phone a whole lot easier. And it's absolutely beautiful for people who are just getting started and, you know, don't want to be bothered by a lot of the different things that we have to, we have to go through on Android or whatever. And so the whole concept is just that swipe, swipe, baby swipe. All it takes is those uh, four swipes, you know, up down left or right and that's the crux of the matter with voxmate gleb is working hard to bring more apps and more features to it and but i do want to mention here in passing though that one should not well that's my recommendation is that one should not uh, choose to use the launcher because if you use that launcher you're not going to see your home screen as you know it so uh, think of it like you're using like a file browser of some sort. And so you're going to see all your apps. Like, for instance, if you go to your system settings and apps, and then you decide to see all apps, that's what you're going to see. So it's not, I don't recommend using the launcher for the time being. Uh, One of the things that surprised me about Voxmate a little bit was the approach they took to the keyboard. Because... In a, in a world where you're swiping up, down, left and right and having to do definite things to confirm actions like swiping right, like double tap and holding, they went for a f- keyboard which flipped your phone from portrait to landscape and which involved a lift to type input method. I thought that was quite brave. Yeah, the keyboard input is a little uh, different. Um, you know, putting you in landscape mode. And I, I don't know why they chose that, but uh, probably if, if, if it were up to me, I probably wouldn't have gone that route. I'd just leave it in portrait mode. But I'd, I'd, I'd have also gone double tap input too. I wouldn't have gone lift to type for the sorts of users they're targeting, I don't think. Yeah. You know, no, nothing else is lift to type. The dialer isn't. No. I think, maybe that's something we should have talked with Gleb about, but you know, of course, I didn't know. Time, I, I didn't even. By them. I didn't even look into that. You know, <laughs> no, I didn't. We didn't. I only played with it later. Um, uh, yeah, I thought that was an awfully brave implementation. It's like, oh, I don't actually know what's going on. What yeah. has happened? And it's just very interesting. So yeah, it's it's there. Yeah, no, you know, it was fine. I, I I worked out what it did, and I I closed it. I wasn't quite sure because it because it had a close button where the escape button would normally be. So uh, it took me a little while to work out when I when I hit that. Yeah. Did it discard the text or did it keep the text? That is um, true. Uh, yeah, it could so, be a little bit daunting for someone who is not familiar well, uh, to yeah, find where that you know close button is. And then another thing that I would have loved to see come to Voxmate is that. Uh, to quit Voxmate, one does not need to go into that settings to go, you know, click on the quit Voxmate. It should be there yeah, in the a main gesture. UI. Yeah. Needs a gesture. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. 
But no, it is good. Do support it. It's a great project. It's got a real human interest backstory to it. They're doing amazing things. They're really responsive. So, um, you know, and if you do, and, and, and I think I say in the demo that even for power users, some of the things are really good, particularly something like the Telegram client. It's a really productive way to use Telegram. And it doesn't have some of the annoying features that the uh, main Telegram client has, like what do you want to do when all the audio recordings start playing? And uh, if you're listening on one speaker and it automatically starts you recording a Telegram message and all the other little quirks that are perfectly navigable, but you know, are just wrinkles of the main Telegram client. The VoxNote one is cleaner. And it's good for reading those news articles as well, if you're someone yeah, who that's likes super reading clean. news articles. And yeah. of course, our podcast is there, the featured podcast. And I, I don't know why podcast. there's a sleep timer on our podcast. Though. <laughs> no one needs a sleep timer for the blind Android users. It just ain't a thing, is it? I'm uh, trying to get rid of my knucklehead, I guess. No, that Lieberfox, <laughs> though. That, I mean, I, you know, I, I shouldn't criticize Lieberfox. It's brilliant. It, you know, it puts lots of public domain stuff uh, out for us, us folks to listen to. But <laughs> the one I picked yesterday, I think, was particularly heavy. Never mind. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's it's a great app. So do you, oh, sorry, great platform. I said stop calling it an app. Um, it has lots of apps on it or applets, so it is a platform. Do check it out. Now we move after a week's break into the next in our series of CSR demonstrations from Mariam. Commentary screen reader, or the Chinese screen reader, has gotten really popular among blinds and visually impaired recently, and here. On the Blind Android Users Podcast, we will have a series of episodes in which we will talk about how to use the screen reader and how to get the best out of it. and welcome to another episode of CSR's Basics. In this episode, we're going to be mentioning um, the reading mode, the um, how to use the select menu to select something, and we would also talk about some other random features in CSR, which I really like. Um, so... Before we get right into the demonstrations, I just want to mention that there's been um, a question that has been asked, like had gotten asked to me a lot by um, our listeners, which was, um, is there a character echo feature in CSR? Like, can we disable the character echo? And unfortunately, this feature doesn't exist um, until the time I'm recording this because... Um, I don't know why, honestly, but what we gotta do is we gotta reach the um, developer out through the email provided in the app, or we could also reach, um, send our feedback on the Telegram group, um, the English group, um, like for the English listeners, or the Arabic group for the Arabic listeners, or whatever the, um, you're like if you're like the CSR is translated to your language, you just should send your feedback, um, 
like on the group or you could even send an email to Mr. Lee through the email provided in the app. You could send him an email in English and he's going to respond to you. Uh, and probably like I hope hopefully he's going to respond to our feedback because I know how this feature is useful, not only for um, people who use on screen keyboards, but most importantly for people who use external keyboards, external physical keyboards um, or people who use CSR and Chromebooks. So I know how important this feature to them because sometimes um, the screen reader, like if the screen reader is announcing every single letter that you type could be really annoying. And um, for me personally, I have the character echo disabled on my uh, PC. So I do understand why people want this feature too much. <laughs> um, so we're going to send our feedback. I... I will do so too, and hopefully um, the developer will respond to us. And from my experience, he is um, he listens to users' feedback most of the time. So now we'll be talking about the reading mode. What does the reading mode mean? The reading mode is simply a feature in CSR which allows you to read an article um, on the web in particular um, without, you know, the annoyance and the mess of the ads and the links that could be in the article and everything that could, you know, take you forever to navigate through the article and it would take more time. So what CSR does, it uh, filters out all that and it only reads you the article, which is pretty cool in my opinion. It's like there's a feature in Chrome um, which you could uh, turn article reading on, I think, and it would filter out everything. But sometimes it doesn't work with all browsers and doesn't work with all websites, um, I guess. So let's go and look at it and see how it works. Um, I have an article that's about Android 12, so we're going to try and read it with CSR. Um, let's go to Chrome. Recent button. One UI home. Recommended app. Chrome. 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 Home link. Show menu. Home link. So let's um, look at the article first before um, we actually turn the reading mode on. Headings. Android 12 features. Everything. We are pretty much done seeing new features. Features link. By Andy Walker. Button. As you can see, there's our buttons. Andy Walker, senior writer. Andy Walker. Andy Walker is a news writer. Andy Walker graphic. There's a picture here. Senior writer, Andy Walker link. And there's another link. So let's turn on the um, reading mode and see how it's going to filter out all this. Let's go to... See, and, and by features, we are pretty much Android 12 features. Everything confirmed so far. Up to main menu, mar button. So how can we reach the uh, reading mode? We could definitely assign a gesture for it. Um, by the way, we've already demonstrated and previous episodes we could also um through customization of the main menu put it in there um but it already exists we opened the main menu i haven't done anything of the letter so to get it pretty quickly you could open the main menu and then Can't more button hit the more button main menu once and you would find full text voice assist full text read read by read the whole screen read granular no browsing List browsing. 
Reading mode. Uh, reading mode. As you can tell, it's already there. So we will turn it on. Links on Android Authority Mayor Nuzzi Commission. Learn more. Android 12 features. Everything confirmed so far. Updated. September 8th. We are pretty much done seeing new features. So this list is fairly comprehensive. Features Senior Writer Andy Walker. Andy Walker is a news writer at Android Authority. Hailing from Cape Town, South Africa. He has over seven years of experience in the tech journalism space and holds a degree in English literature. He's also a Formula One fan, makes a mean GNT, and can sometimes be spotted away from his desk lazing in the South African sun. Editor C. Scott Brown C. Scott Brown is an... So as you can tell, it's reading everything without... Um, like, and it filters out everything like from the links to everything pretty much which is i think pretty cool it won't take you as much time um as you would take reading the article normally now we're going to be talking about something that's pretty well pretty good and they just found out about it today um if you like if anyone of you listened to i think it was like the second or the third episode where we were talking about how to copy stuff and we talked about the selection menu which now called the select which is a menu that's uh that consists uh like consists of um check boxes like every word is a check box and you check every and like whatever you want to copy and you just hit the copy button and in this episode i mentioned that i wish that there was another one that's granular like that has Granularity, like it has paragraphs, sentences, characters, so I could just use those checkboxes to select everything. And obviously, it was there, but I didn't know about it. Um, so how can we have this? But I just want to say that this menu doesn't work the same way as um, the select menu with the words, and I will show you how just right now. So let's open the main menu. Main menu. As usual, you can assign a gesture to um, this feature. You could also custom, like put it in the uh, main menu, but I didn't do anything of the latter because I wanted to show you how to get it even before doing so. So we open the main menu. We'll hit the more button again. More button. Main menu. We will find something called full text selection. Voice assistant, full text selection. Here it is. Granular cancel button. Granular selection mode. As you can tell, it's called granular selection mode. Now, cancel button. Cancel button. Select all button. The select all button. Copy button. The copy. Export button. The export. Tom. Sentences button. Sentences. Characters button. Characters. Paragraphs button. Paragraphs. So let's. Um, choose paragraphs. Andy Walker unchecked. Senior writer unchecked. Links on Android Authority Mayor Nuzzi Commission. Unchecked. Learn more. Un Learn more. Unchecked. Android 12 features. Everything confirmed so far. Updated. September 8th. Unchecked. As you can see, um, all the paragraphs, every single paragraph is split as a checkbox. You could just... Check. Check everything you want. We are pretty much done seeing new features, so this list is fairly comprehensive. Unchecked. Checked. We could check this, and you could just um touch the down right corner of the screen. Andy Walker unchecked. Um, 
Andy Walker unchecked. Cancel button. Select all button. Copy button. And you hit copy. Copied. And it's copied. Select all button. Cancel button. Canceled. Done. So it's pretty easy. It's pretty well to copy everything. Um, I feel like CSR has a lot of ways to copy. You know, the normal copying through the function menu, the copying through the rotor, um, copying through the select dialog, copying through the, through the full selection, uh, granular mode. I feel like it, it has a lot of ways that you can copy, like, through, which is pretty, pretty good. Um, it spared me a lot of time because, um, before I used to just copy what I wanted and just clean it out and it took me forever. Um, so this episode would be pretty short. We got, uh, another thing to talk about, um, which is the alternative, um, rotor or granularity mode. What does it that mean? So, um, for anyone who uses TalkBack, you would know that there is an alternative, uh, like granularity mode that's been added to TalkBack, um, from like, like lately, recently, which would be, I think it's quite close to the, um, iOS rotor a little bit, especially with dealing, when it comes to dealing with sliders. Um, and things like that. So how can you enable that? So the, this new granularity mode, if you haven't heard of it, or if you're not using TalkBack, it's simply you swipe up and down with like in one swipe, it takes you to the previous navigation type and you swipe down and up in one swipe takes you to the set to the next, uh, before it was you to swipe up or down and up. to actually and to actually um use them you would swipe up and down to navigate between paragraphs but the left and right swipes were like don't care about what status the rotor is in um which is pretty well pretty cool because honestly sometimes um, I mean, if, if there's a beginner, because when I was a beginner and the rotor was like in the former state, it was kind of annoying because I didn't know what even what the rotor means. And when I navigate to the characters, I don't know how to get back to the uh, default again. Um, so now the left and right swipes work and they don't care about what state the rotor is. They would take you to the previous and next item. But the up and down swipes would take you to um, the, like, how the, the state of the order is, whether it's speech rate or take it, like, it would slow or um, quicken the screen reader, uh, the the paragraph would take you to the previous and next paragraph, the up and down swipes. But up and down um, swipes, like, in one swipe, would navigate between the previous type of navigation and the next type of navigation uh, in the rotor. Now, um, in CSR, you could have both options. I know in TalkBack, you can too. But how can we uh, enable this? We'll open the main menu. I have it enabled already. So we open the main menu. Main menu. Voice assistant. Read the whole screen. Vo extension. Program settings. Go to program settings. 20 million PDF. Download button. 
20 million download button. There's a new update. <laughs> Back button. HFTTS advanced settings. Go to uh, operation settings. Notification reading setting. Operation settings. Opera hot scheme set. Shortcut key settings. Navigation settings. Edge gesture. Navigation setting. Navigation. Navig detail focus mode. Invert swiping gestures checkbox. In wrap navigation. Warn before navigation wrapping. Remember position of the focus. Allow moving by L. Customize web page. Allow moving. Comment navigation. Roads. OCR and use the alternative. Remember the selected nav. Automatically scroll. Navigation. Customize web. Use the alternative element navigation mode checkbox checked controls whether an alt customized standard view element navigation. So roads, after the customization of the standard view, you would find something called. Use the alternative element navigation mode checkbox checked controls whether an alternative element navigation mode is used. In this mode, up, down, and down up gestures are used to switch the navigation element while the shortcut gestures are used to navigate to the next and previous element of a given type. So, um, as you can tell, they already explained it uh, too. <laughs> Might be better than my explanation. Um, so, if it's enabled, you would use the alternative, which is the down, up, and up, down. Um, um, will navigate you between the elements of the rotor, while the up and the down on their own would uh, navigation between, uh, like, uh, this would depend on the state of the rotor, but the left and the right, um, swipes wouldn't do anything, like, they're not related to the rotor anymore, which is pretty cool, I think, um, especially in the copying mode, like, you would swipe up and, up and down. OCR and TTS rate volume copying mode and you would just walk through the items and copy and a pen copy and a pen without needing to go back to the fold and then find the item and then copy again and then scroll and then find the item and then go to copy and copy again it's sometimes pretty annoying <laughs> i mean it, it it wasn't for me but um right now i feel like it's much much better uh and it's it's a better option like if you're navigating through a huge list of things that you want to copy so that was it for today i hope you liked the episode um i hope it was useful and um um i hope you like it thanks so much for listening and uh definitely feel free to reach me out through contact us at blindundersusers.com to ask any questions or um for sending feedback i'd like to listen to them for sure and if you'd like me to demonstrate a certain thing in csr Definitely don't hesitate to reach me out. Um, thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you do actually have any questions, do feel free to reach out to me or to the whole podcast at contact us at blindandroidjudges.com. And I hope you enjoyed this one. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Now we move to our next Talkback Highlights segment from Warren. Hi, welcome to our theme of Highlights from Talkback. This is now installment number five in our series of Highlights from Talkback. The last time that we looked at Highlights from Talkback, we talked about the two finger gestures.
Today, we'll be looking at the three finger gestures and I'll be doing that on my Pixel 5a that got here a little over a week ago. I will now invoke my talkback menu by tapping with three fingers. Talkback menu, actions, enlisted. The next thing I want to go find is the talkback settings. Voice talkback settings. Talkback settings. Navigate up, button out of list. We are in the talkback settings, and remember that what we're looking for here in the talkback settings is the customized gestures. I will now scroll up, or rather scroll down, and find the customized Showing gestures. Showing items 1 to 14 of 14. Customized gestures. Customized gestures. Navigate up, button, out of list. I will now switch to the heading mode, so I can swipe down and find where it says heading. Three fingers. Paragraphs. Headings. So now I will swipe down with one finger. One finger heading list. One finger back and forth heading. One one finger angle heading. Two fingers heading. Three fingers heading. I am on the three finger heading. And now instead of swiping down, I will swipe right with one finger. Tap with three fingers. Open talkback menu. And of course you can change this, but this is a default if you are running a Pixel 3 or higher or Samsung device that supports One UI 3.x. Double tap with three fingers. Copy. Now, double tap with three fingers will copy and you have to be in an edit field. If I'm on a web page, however, that is not going to work. It will tell me text not editable. All right, the next item here is double tap and hold with three fingers. Cut. Double tap and holding will cut the text. The next item triple tap with three fingers. Paste. So if I am in an edit field and I triple tap with three fingers, it'll paste whatever it is that I have on my clipboard. And now that you know how to go about doing this, Let's quickly demonstrate this on an edit field. I will now go to my word processing folder, find one of the apps in there and demonstrate. Folder, word process. Keep notes. Let's use keep notes. And I'm going to try to dictate something. So I am now in an edit field on keep notes. And by default, when you open up keep notes and you tap on text note, it places you in the body, but not in the title. So I'm just going to simply dictate a little quick voice input. Hello, comma, new paragraph. This is a test to see how we go about using the three finger gestures in talkback, period, new paragraph. I will stop this dictation and give it a test, period. Keyboard hidden. Keep notes. Okay, now I'll put my finger down and see if it got what I dictated. Hello, this is a test to see how we go about using the three finger gestures in TalkBack. I will stop this dictation and give it a test. Now we talked about the fact that if I double tap, it will copy the text. So I'll do that. Copied. Hello, this is a test to see how we go about using the five finger gestures in TalkBack. I will stop. So I am told that that text has been copied and actually started reading what it copied. The other thing that I talked about is the fact that if I double tap with three fingers and hold, that will cut. So I'm going to 
Double tap and hold. No text to cut. Select some text first. I am told that there is no text to cut, which means I first need to select my text. So if I select my text and then double tap with three fingers and hold, it will then cut that text that has been selected. I'm just going to long press that is double tap and hold with one finger. And now I'm going to tap on select all. Now, I'm going to double tap with three fingers and hold. Cut. Hello. This is a test. And it says it is cut. Now, if I put my finger down, there's nothing there because I had already cut away that text. I will now triple tap with three fingers to paste. Pasted. Hello, this is a test to see how we go about using the five-finger gestures in TalkBack. I will stop this dictation and give it a test. And that's how you go about managing those three-finger tabs. Thanks very much, Warren. And now a regular contributor joins us once again, Kareen Kiwan, with her tip of the week. And this is about dual audio on Samsung devices. Hi. Separate app sound and dual audio are two Bluetooth audio-related features that are found in Samsung's One UI. I'm going to talk about both of them starting with the separate app sound. This feature will allow you to select an app to have its sound come out of the Bluetooth connected audio device, whereas the other sounds including TalkBack speech will be coming out of the phone's speaker or a connected wired earphone. I, I don't think that it's necessary to talk about the usefulness of such, such feature, so for that reason I'm going directly to show you how it works. You can find the feature in settings under sounds and vibration. Also, you can launch it using the Sound Assistant app, which is, by the way, a very useful application containing some nice features. Ruthless ASR. Sound Assistant. Sound Assistant. Navigate up button. Of course, you can install the Sound Assistant using the Galaxy Store. Media Mana Mode. Favorite media app. Off. Next. Bluetooth. Sounded. Customize vibration patterns. Concert Hall. Off. Multi sound. Separate app sound. Let's Separate connect app sound. Navigate up. Now the Bluetooth speaker. Separate app sound. Play media sound from one app on a different audio device. Turn on now. Off switch. Change main audio output device. Turn on now. You double tap to change the state from off to on. On switch. App. Go in and add. You have the app. Audio device. Bluetooth device. And the audio device. The gone mode was selected by me before. And uh, when I press on... App. Go in and add. Up here. Navigate up. All of the apps that I have added before will be shown here in this list. Not checked. Add apps. Not checked. Radio button. Clock. Not checked. Radio button. YouTube. In addition to the add apps. Add check. Add apps. Wanna press on this? Not checked. Not checked. Radio button. BBC News. 
not checked radio button. S vegan. I can Show add apps to of... from this list. Going back and keeping the gone mat selected. Navigate up. Audio device. Bluetooth device. Navigate. Audio device. Select the audio device. Not checked. Radio button. Phone. Checked. Radio button. Bluetooth device. A20 Pro. Going back. Okay. So, here the, the audio device selected is the Bluetooth device. But as you can notice, the main audio output device is the Bluetooth speaker. So, it's the same device that was selected. So, in order for the separation to take effect, I have to change the main audio output device to the phone. And I have a notification telling me this. Let's notify page. Oda high collapsed. Change main audio output device. Android system 1403. The audio device you selected for Gonomad, a 20 Pro, is the same as your main audio device. Change your main audio device to this phone to separate sound for this app. Expand. Expand. Collapse. Button. Okay. Button. And okay. Now the sound or the main audio output device, all of, all of the sounds are coming out of it, which is the phone. Excluding, of course, the Gone Mad music player. Unfortunately, I can't have the main audio output device as the Bluetooth connected device and exclude the talkback. So the talkback only will be coming out of the phone speaker or a connected wired earphone because talkback will not be appearing in the list of apps that I can select. Neither the Google's version nor the Samsung's one. So the only solution I can think of is just to use the phone as the main audio output device and to exclude the media player that I want to use or the app that I want to use for the, or I, I want its sound to come out of the Bluetooth connected audio device. Now uh, let's try the gone mat. Let's play something. Page. Gone mad. Play. Expand. Play preview. Play slash pause. Play previous. Play slash pause. Play next track. Okay, so go mad sound was coming out of the Bluetooth connected speaker. Now I have to note something that if you disconnect the speaker and then reconnect it, your choice of selecting the phone as the main audio device will not be respected. So you have to turn off the separation and turn it on again to have the notification and then just uh, do what I did before. Now uh, let's move to the second feature, which is the dual audio. Dual audio is a feature that will let you share the audio output between two connected Bluetooth devices. Such feature may prove useful if you are sharing audio with other person. So you can connect your earphone and the other person's earphone, and you can listen at the same time to the same audio. And the, the good part about it is that you can select different volumes for different devices. So you can listen using the volume that you, you like, and the other person will listen using the volume that suits him or her. Now what I have to do is connect two Bluetooth devices.
this speaker is already connected and I'm going to connect another speaker. Connected. Okay. So now it's the main audio device. Alerting notifications. Play next track. Now what I have to do is to press on the media from the notifications. And of course, I I have to enable the presence or the, the, the media button to show in the notifications uh, using quick settings. Let's, let's, uh, let's see here what I have to do. Uh, I will swipe down with two fingers after I launch the notifications. Also, I can, of course, have a gesture, assigned gesture uh, in TalkBack to go directly to quick settings. Quick settings. Bluetooth now, back button, uh, near the top of the screen at the right edge, I have the more options. More options, button, quick, pop up window, quick panel layout. And I have the quick panel layout in the more options. I'll press on that. Quick settings, quick panel layout, 4G, phone, show brightness controller, checked, show devices and media buttons. Show devices and media buttons. I will check on this. Not checked. And on. press on done. Checked. Switch. Done. Quick settings. Okay, now the media and devices are shown in notifications. I can use a shortcut maker to have uh, a shortcut added to the home screen for the, uh, app, for the media or for the devices. Uh, sections. If I don't want to have them included in the notification panel, this is possible. Now, on. notification shade. Let's press on the media page. Oda height of keys are devices. Flashlight cop media. Battery sixty percent. More option. Smart things button. Device icon button. Kareem's galaxy. Album thumb. Oda height of keys up. Go on that. I'll see the Previous list of devices. Button. Play button. Next button. Audio output. Audio output. Selected. Channel 03. Battery. 60%. Go on that. Selected. This is the speaker that I'm using now. And. Selected. Swipe. Checked. Checkbox. It's checked. And then swipe. Selected. 88%. Slider. This is the volume. I can. 93% Increase it. slider, 100% slider, A20 Pro battery. And then 50%. I have the second device, which is the A20 Pro, and a checkbox. Not checked. Let's checkbox. Check it. A20 Pro battery, 30 selected, 89% slider. And then the volume. So let's see. Now the sound is coming out of the two. Selected. selected. Checked. Checkbox. checkbox. Selected, a 20 Pro, battery, 30%, go to that selected. You can hear some delay between the speakers. Slide delay. Selected, checked, checkbox. Selected, 89%, slider. 95%, slider. Selected, selected, check. Selected, 100%, slider. 79%, slider. So as you can... As you can notice, I'm just increasing and decreasing each volume independently. 
Let's play something. Separate app sound. App go audio device. Notification. So it's coming out of the two devices at the same time. So this was my demo of the separate app sound and the dual audio features. Uh, I think that those two features should be added to all Android devices. I'm not sure if the uh, of, if all Samsung phones are containing the feature, but uh, I'm sure that they are available on many of them, including the S series phones. I think starting from the S8 and uh, on some A devices and also on the Note series. I hope that my explanation was clear and thank you. Thanks, Kareen. Always very informative uh, and helpful demos and on, on things that uh, are quite often overlooked. And certainly I've switched file managers since listening to one of your demonstrations. So thank you for that. And finally, this week, it's the My Android Journey section. And I shall welcome once again my compatriot, Bilal Majid. And I want to say that this is my favorite segment. And the good thing about this one, too, is that he's my brother from another mother uh, using the Pixel device. So uh, kudos, my man. Welcome. I call I, I call you charity cases rather than siblings. <laughs> uh, there goes the crybaby. <laughs> Why do you want to leave this? <laughs> yeah, so I started um, when I was about um, uh, in 2007. When I was at school, I got my my dad got me a Nokia N70. Remember those Nokia N70s? Uh, Symbian the, with talk with talks. Yeah, Symbian. Oh yeah, um, good phone. It was um, I used that with talk back. Sorry, talks. Sorry, not talk back. Talks, and uh, I used that until 20, uh, 2014 when I got the fruit one. You are forgiven. <laughs> okay. Uh, I used that fruit one until uh, 2015. Then I got another fruit, S, 6S. And <laughs> basically what, what I found with the iPhone was voiceover is good. Uh, you know, there's a lot of... Cu- cu- but with Android, I, I heard that you can make a lot of customizations. For example, you can... Um, plug in the USB to your computer and you can add some music files to your phone without without downloading the whole iTunes shenanigans, you know. And so in 2018 I got my uh, Samsung S9. Uh, I thought TalkBack was gonna be very, very complicated, but it seemed it was very um, user friendly and Another thing I like about Android is you can download third-party TTS voices with um, the fruit cake. You can't because um, you just you just uh, you can only use the voices that VoiceOver VoiceOver provides, which is annoying. And I've uh, I've told Apple to add some more voices, but they just don't listen. It's like the, totally deaf to my you know feedback. So uh, and then in 2019, I got my uh, Pixel Four. And uh, what I loved about that was it was uh, a get stock Android, and the Android is very pure. Uh, you, Warren, you know what it's like. <laughs> it's nice to use. It is a beautiful phone. 
Yep. Now, did you have any difficulty transitioning? Because I, I, one of the problems or one of the things that usually bother people coming from other platforms, for example, or most especially when you're transitioning from Symbian to a touchscreen phone, for example, it could be a problem for many. Did you have any difficulty, especially when you started with, I like what you call it, the fruitcake? Uh, did you have any difficulty? Uh, what I did was, uh, I, um, you might know this charity, uh, it's called Action for Blind. Action for Blind People. Uh, never heard of it. Where is Ed, that? Ed knows it. Ed knows is that it. in the UK? Okay. It's, it's a charity in the UK, and they've, done, they've now merged with the RNIB. Um, I went to some training sessions uh, to how to use the iPad. And um, I use I learned how to use touchscreen from there, swiping left and right, you know, using the rotor. And then I thought if I could use an Apple device, I could easily use an Android device. And um, I'm a quick learner when it comes to, you know, learning technology, and uh, I didn't have any problems with that. Now, one of the problems that people talk about is those so-called angular gestures that we have on Android, you know, <clears throat> drawing a line down and curving to the right, people call it letter L, so, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, was that any problem in your use case scenario? Uh, no, no, there was no problem. Um, the only, the only uh, problem I had was um, I, reset, I reset my phone. And uh, I'm used to the way I'm used to the um, interface where, you know, Warren, you know, when you um, tap the bottom right hand of the screen and, and you click, it says overview. You yeah. know, when you're, it says overview and you, and you want to clear, you want to clear all your apps from the app switcher. I, I preferred that method. When I reset my phone, I thought I found I couldn't do that. So I contacted Google and be my eyes. How can I, how can I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Change it. So that, you know, I'm confused here. I don't know what to do. And she was like, oh, well, she was scratching her head and saying, oh, well, I don't know what you mean. I said, check and email me the article and something. Then they, I eventually uh, they told me how to um, change it. Uh, thank you for such a great Android journey story. Anyway, Austin, how can people get in touch with us? Thanks very much, everyone. And we'll see you next week. Adios, amigos, e amigas, right? Yeah, we'll see you next week. Later. And that has been another episode of the Blind Android Users Podcast. As always, we appreciate hearing from you. You send those email messages to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. For those My Android Journey stories, we encourage you to send those to myandroidjourney at blindandroidusers.com. Until we see you in our next episode, you have a wonderful day.